0: On the bandwagon. I bet you think your team on top, but now we're hot and got this gear on lock listening why
1: Come on, jump on, a squad you can't front on You know we in the building when the steam song Come on, Riding yeah. with the captain, brother jay Pragmatic, the mastermind behind it So you know we gotta have it Young Brumazitos to do it for the people Keep the show flowing, plus some catchy little jingles Put it all together, it's a hit We ain't bragging, every-
0: and they mama jumping on, the um. you on, on, jumpin on the bandwagon. I bet you think your team on top, but now we're hot and got this here on lock. Listen and watch. Don't be lollygagging while they jumping on the bandwagon. I bet you think your team on top, but now we're hot and got this here on lock. Listen and watch. Don't be lollygagging while
1: they jumping on What's going on with your world? Stormy Jay Pragg, the illustrious one, the bandwagon radio in full swing. You know how we do this thing, man. Hit that bell, subscribe right now so you get those notifications when we drop a new episode like this one right here. Another special edition of the rundown segment here on the bandwagon radio where I, myself, Jay Pragg, sit down with artists across the globe. Give them a chance to open up about their personal life, their music. And you know, before the end of the show is out, we got to drop that new heat. Special guest on the phone lines right now, hailing all the way from Washington, D.C. Got my man Markell on the phone lines. What's going on, brother?
2: what's poppin'? what's poppin', y'all what's going on north carolina yeah man pleasure to have <laughs> you on
1: the bandwagon i had a chance to check out the new single by the way people who need people
2: we're gonna yes, talk sir. about
1: that i'm gonna let you introduce it a little late on in the show of course and then i'm gonna give you some feedback what i thought just as an avid fan of music all right
2: awesome yeah thank you let me let me know no doubt but
1: before we get into all that of course i want to open up a little dialogue for my listeners to find out more about markel so first and foremost uh talk to us about uh where you were born and bred because you're not actually from washington dc correct it's a, a city right now. no no no
2: so i'm uh i'm from the dmv area actually okay. uh shout out 301 uh nah, i'm from bowie maryland uh born and raised there and uh it's about like 20 30 minutes away from dc actually um and you know i went to school in philly went to la um, and lived there for a little bit and now i'm back here okay,
1: okay. now you're back you back you back and how does it feel to be back
2: <laughs> i mean it's great to be home honestly this is where it all started and the culture here is um, i mean i feel like it's perseverant. that's the thing that, mm-hmm. that goes on around here i mean it's like A lot of people want to make it out of the DMV, so being back home is great because people keep telling me that they're inspired by the work that I'm doing, or they're inspired by my artistry, and I I feel like that was one of the main goals going into this, so it definitely feels uplifting, especially being around family uh, during a time where people were forced to be separated. Obviously, in 2020, people didn't really know what his plans fell through, um, or everybody's plans fell through. You don't know what his plans, Pan wanted him, so... I was fortunate enough to be around people who love me, um, be back in a hometown that, you know, was supporting me.
0: Okay.
1: And now it leads us to this new world of the new release of Love, Rage, and Enlightenment. Um, <laughs> yes, sir. Yes, talk to sir. us a little bit about the project and what people can expect from the project itself.
2: So the project itself, Love, Rage, and Enlightenment. The love, the rage, and the enlightenment all surround uh, my journey, obviously, through each of these, if you want to call them emotions or phases, uh, you know, through each of these phases. And it turned out while I was writing it, I thought that the love was going to be about, you know, my relationships, which in a way it was. And I thought the rage was going to be about like some of the anger I was facing in the world. But it turned out that the whole project was actually just a, a kind of reflection Uh, Or satire, what was going on inside of me? I was more learning to love myself. I was more angry at myself for not recognizing my potential for so long and for holding my back, myself, hyper suppressing myself for so long. And the enlightenment was recognizing that, you know, all I really needed to do was trust God and love myself. Mm. Yeah. Okay. And so when you get into, when you listen to the project, I mean, from beginning to end, you'll see. The cycles of everything that i'm going through it does touch inside of relationships it does touch inside of the you know the emotional states of rage there's there's a lot of versatility on the album it's not for like you know it's not going to be it's not this album that's for like every single i made every individual track to symbolize a a different emotion that i was going through at the time so it's more like a a mixtape or a playlist than an album (laughs) you know like it's a bunch of goes a bunch of energies combined in one. So when you listen to it it goes from soft and melodic, uh and there's times where it's just like hard drill rap on the album as well. So yeah. Okay. Okay.
1: Now what would you say is the emotions or feelings you were trying to pull from the listener?
2: I wanted people to be able to I was I was trying to connect with everyone who's ever felt alone. Um I wanted I wanted people to be able to to feel a uh, community when they listen to this, feel a sense of, of peace and knowing that I'm not, they're not the only one. If they thought I'm the only one who feels like this, I wanted them to re- recognize anyone who felt like this, because a lot of what I was dealing with was uh, mental health when I was writing this album. Everything that's on this album is, is things that I've needed to say for a long time, but it's not just things I've needed to say, it's things that I've watched my friends and family suppress it within themselves, And so not I wanted people to be able to understand their own stories through the story I was telling and be able to see a bit of other I wanted them to feel at peace at times, I wanted them to feel joy at times, I wanted them to feel lit at times, I wanted them to just feel and be okay with feeling all of the because I I, I do feel like there is a, a box that a lot of people try to fit themselves in uh, they're trying to conform and and what i want to show to everyone who listens to this album is that nobody's one-dimensional everything that you feel throughout the day recognize feelings you're you're stronger than your feelings you're bigger than your feelings you're designed to overcome a lot Mm -hmm. but acknowledge your feelings acknowledge what you're going through and I, i really feel at peace knowing like oh man i'm true I'm okay for feeling. I'm okay for feeling upset right now. I'm okay with feeling a little crazy. I'm okay for feeling alone. You know, like that's okay. I got to keep pushing though. I'm not the only one. Right?
1: Nah, definitely yeah. not the only one. Speaking for for an army of people, I'm sure that would feel yes, the sir. same way you feel. But you know, probably can't verbalize it or not ready to acknowledge it yet, like you said. But might find comfort in your story or in your music to 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 deal with it. Yeah.
2: Exactly. Okay. Now,
1: why did you choose the title? Why did you choose that as the title? Love, Rage and Enlightenment. Break it down for us.
2: Like uh like I said earlier, it, it's a love, rage and enlightenment. It was it's just this it is all the fates uh, that I was going through at the time of 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 this last year, basically. Mm-hmm. I dropped out of school and Moved to LA for a for two major, albums. um, one was to pitch to Netflix uh, a reality TV show, Darn. um, a brand new one, and another one was to work with a pretty prominent producer in uh, the industry who would come to my school who would who would uh, basically told me that they were going they wanted me to link up with them and work with them and this this producer had worked with uh, Kanye West, so I, I dropped out of school to go work in LA and. Oh, wow. At the time, uh, you know, people get busy. I wasn't even fully prepared for the opportunity that was in front of me. I didn't even ha- hone in on my craft or my vision yet. And so as I as the pandemic hit and I was forced to leave home, uh, oh, sorry, I was forced to leave L.A. Mm-hmm. because I had no money left in my bank. My Literally, my bank account was hacked and stolen. <laughs> wow. Like my money was stolen out of it. I had to go back home. No jobs, no anything because everything was shut down because of COVID. I was... And I and then of course I had a girlfriend and she had broken up with me while we were uh, sorry I had broken up with her while we were across uh, while I was across the country because I just didn't see it working I was basically in love I was in rage and what I had recognized the whole time was that I what I really needed to do was stop looking for handouts what I really needed to do was stop relying on other people so much relationships and and you know get people who could you know try to invest in my career and all this. I mean these things are these things are important and these things are blessings but they're not I'm not a, you're not entitled to any of it. Right. And it's, it's, I started to recognize bonus. I needed you <laughs> say it again?
1: I said that's a bonus. You're exactly.
2: Right. It's a bonus and it's a bonus that you get once you hone in on your craft and your purpose and then these things once you have something to offer, once you have something to bring to the table, then these things you start to attract once you align yourself with these things. Mm-hmm. And I hadn't realized At the time that I really needed to focus on myself. So, and I needed to focus on God too. It was a huge piece, a huge piece in this. So, again, the love was about learning to love myself and what I was doing. The rage was being angry with myself for lack of preparation in the face of major opportunities, um, lack of, uh, I mean, hyper suppressing myself the whole time. And then the enlightenment was recognizing what I needed to do. And after that, it happened like, even the connections that those connections that I had that I left. When I left to go to LA, I still have them to this day. And we're we're stronger than ever now. I mean, we're still tied together, we still talk together. Um, both of those people, and I'm, I'm not going to really name any names right now, because, you know, I, I feel like that's just not something I want to do. Right. But, but yeah, I mean, those connections, if I had never left school, if I'd never honed in on myself, if I had never taken the risk and learned, and you know, kept pushing through, I would never have been on this other side. So that I did learn to love myself. And I did work through the rage and on the other side of that, of accepting that I was angry, of accepting that I needed to love myself was this enlightenment. And that's and through the entirety of this album, as as you'll hear during the commercial breaks or the little interludes where I'm speaking, that's what I'm expressing as the enlightenment of what I learned this past year. Mm
1: -hmm. Now, I know you don't want to say names and everything, but this this relationship with the producer that you kind of up and left everything... Where yeah. is where is that situation? Because I know it can said, be where is it. Yeah, where is that relationship, or is there a relationship? Did y'all ever follow back up? Because I know it could be hard yeah, trying yeah, to yeah. give everything up and, and, like you said, move across the country essentially for the dream, for the goal. Um, yeah. And things just don't work out. So, what ended up happening with that relationship?
2: You know, ultimately? we we're actually cool to this day. uh You know, I'm cool with a couple members of his team and some of the mentors as well. Uh, you know, at the time, I was young, and I felt like I was entitled to these people's attention and things like that. But, uh, like I said, I, you know, you're not entitled to this kind of stuff. And this that was my choice at the end of the day to go out there. And, yeah, homie did actually end up uh, hitting me and, uh, me and one of my te- team members up um, who's on his team, too. Um, and, yeah, bro, we're still cool, and, bro, we follow each other on Instagram. We Good. be d- DMing each other, and hopefully one day we'll – I mean, he's in L.A., I'm in D.C. Hopefully one day we'll – get to actually collab and work on some stuff again. But like I said, at this point, I'm I'm really focused on the team that I have surrounding me that I've currently built the relationship. And uh, I am I mean, we already, I mean, we talk, I mean, we already know like something's going to cook up eventually. But yeah. Okay.
1: All right. Talking to my man, Markel, right now, Washington, D.C. on the phone lines. Got the new record, People Who Need People. Um, how's your area responding to the record, uh, by the way? How's how's that DC area? It's actually DMV pretty crazy.
2: Area. It's actually pretty crazy right now. Uh, I you know I dropped the record in thirtieth, uh, and it went. I went from ninety three to ten thousand monthly listeners in a month. Uh, it's the first time I ever had anything like that, and the I mean the whole there's just nothing but support. support over here. You know, and it's just the beginning. Everybody sees that, but you know, it's it's people who just truly from philly to dc and virginia i mean the fact that it's it's i'm getting messages from kids in south africa too but like even in this area you know like I, i'm seeing the support just kind of bubble up and it's non-stop non-stop every day it's just people who are telling me that they're inspired by it and i really i mean there was a time that i wanted fame just because i wanted it but it's like a responsibility to me now and i, I really do i really do care about these people like around here i want to I want to make sure that the people in this area get the credit they deserve, too. So, you know, for, uh, there's some talented folks around here. So it's just cool, bro. It's been cool. So, uh,
1: okay. Now, let me give you a little bit of feedback when I thought about the record, uh, People Who Need People. Like I said I'm a, mm-hmm. I'm a fan of the culture Fan of the music I wish I could rap Wish I could sing Wish I could play an instrument I just I wish You know <laughs> I, live, I live through you guys Through the musicians And the artists um, For what I What I would love Love to be able to do But you know I help out as well As I can On this side of things For being an MC Or radio personality Or host To do interviews I help how I can help You know um, So let me give you Some feedback Just what I thought um, Thought it was very unique uh, Smooth vibe overall With this record i heard the melodic soulful voice you got a real soulful uh, voice um (laughs) i heard the uh r&b melodic kind of sonic vibes i heard a kind of a mashup of those vibes and those energies uh emotional Mm. track i got definitely got emotional uh from this song i I got that it 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 draws you in uh to the song relatable lyrics um i always also felt like it was very poetic uh, especially with the breakdown you did like a little speaking piece almost like a poem but it it gave off poetry to me even from its start um great writing on this record i can hear it on like hip-hop radio uh uh, i think it has crossover potential too so i can hear it on multiple other platforms maybe even like soundtracks you know i can can definitely hear it in multiple spaces not just radio though it has potential
2: thank you bro thank you so much i mean I mean it is designed to be past, you know, just hip hop or R and B. I mean, if you can say designed, I feel like I mean it just came out Let me
1: ask you this. What what um what what does your recording process look like?
2: Yeah, so this is the first time I normally record in a studio. Like I record in multiple different studios in Philadelphia. Um, I will record at my engineer's place, which they have a pretty professional setup and equipment, but it's inside their house. This is the first time that the entire album I recorded here in my own room, just in my room. Basically, I got a a Tascam 84 mic and a a TM80, uh, sorry, Tascam TM80 mic. And I got a little focus right here and I had a 2011 MacBook Pro. And I just recorded everything here by myself, okay. and sent it to my engineers. And um, and yeah, bro, I mean, I the whole album, you know, I don't have a shield for my mic, bro. I don't have, I don't have anything really right now. Like I, I'm normally used to the big setup, but COVID put us in a, in a situation <laughs> and we couldn't go anywhere. So I was like, all right, let's do it from here. Got gotcha. you.
1: So what what is it like working with that team? Are y'all pretty in sync? That you can do something, send it off, and get the proper critique, or if you need to finish something, like how's that working relationship for you guys?
2: Oh, absolutely! It's great. It's great. I mean, first of all, shout out to the pedal app for iOS because, I mean, they without that app, I mean, it's basically like FaceTime with WeTransfer capability. So we were able to facetime each other and work on the project uh and in real time i was able to listen to what they were doing watch their screen um and hear in real time the changes that i wanted to make and i was able to send over my my vocals at the same time like just drop it into the file uh drop it into the sorry the app and they would they'd grab the vocals and throw it in and i would record it in real time it was like we were in the studio together oh wow uh, and i have a I have a small team basically, and you know, I have a couple of just uh engineers and producers, but we're all friends, we're all good. And Bloom, shout out Bloom Music Group. Like that's those are my two uh engineers. Uh Bloom Music Group works with a, a ton of people all over Philly. They're they're just intimate. They care about the artists a lot and they're just two pro- really professional dudes who who know what they're doing and they just really love sound design. So I all I got to do sometimes is tell them I want it to sound like Give them like a little sound out of my mouth, like I just want to sound like ooh, or sound like you know, tell them how, how I really wanted to sound. And they're like, Yeah, I think we can do that real time. I'll watch them make the changes. You know, I'll, wow. I'll sometimes send really detailed notes. I mean, near the especially near the uh end of mixing and into the mastering phase, like I'll send some really really detailed notes about what I want to hear. Um, and uh, this album got written in a month so this was like, it was, it was required that I wrote some detailed notes out actually. Yeah, exactly. And, uh, and yeah, they just took it and ran with it. It pushed all of us It pushed the, it was just the three of us, I'm sorry, the three of us that was working on the mix and engineering, but it pushed all the producers on the project it pushed all the engineers uh, or me and, uh, you know, Bloomberg. It pushed me to just kind of make sure we were putting out quality content. Gotcha.
0: Okay.
1: Now, what do you appreciate most about the the writing and the creative process? Cuz I can tell you you you're in it to win it. Like your sure, music yeah. is dope. It's like you you you're transcending in your music. I can tell that you're going levels up. Like I'm not sure where you were before, but this music here, I can tell it, it's not done. Like you you seem like you're going to be leveling up even from this point just from what I'm hearing and seeing Thank from you. doing the research. So, what what is so important to you and why is it so important, um, that writing and creative process to you? Because I can tell uh, you that's take a time good in question.
2: that. That's actually a really good question. Um, I, you're right. Like I, I definitely do. I receive that that I am leveling up. Um, but I, I, I feel like the, re- the main reason I can tell that is because what's important continues to change mm-hmm. to me. Um, and right now, what's the most important is that I'm being honest, that I'm being raw inside of what I'm saying. Um, And that there's a purpose that I'm not just like saying to be saying anything. Um, I remember a time where music, I I wasn't even born yet, but I remember a time, my father used to play this music for me all the time, my mother too, you know, while he's cleaning the bathroom or cleaning the kitchen, Luther Vandross, and he's playing Mm -hmm. Pac, and he's playing, he's -hmm. playing people who purposefully were making timeless music, like on purpose. And that's what I want to do. It's like, I don't know how to make... I mean, they, people tell me, you know, you're making timeless music, but I'm like, I don't know if there's a formula for timeless music, but I do know that purpose is is a part of that. And intentionality, like having something to say has always been something amongst the greats uh, that we listen to with their music forever throughout the decades, you know? So um, that's definitely important to me right now. And then if you're going to have something to say let it be like for me it's like let it be from a real place you know not somebody else's story necessarily which i like doing that from time to time you know like making up the story because that's like that's an art- artistic form too for me right. you know coming up with something kind of cra- a- crazy and off that i that i relate to uh, but never experienced but really it's like right now since i'm in this what i feel like is the beginning i'm really trying to lay out my story and be raw inside of what i've experienced
1: Now, as an artist yourself, how do you feel about the climate of today's music and artistry that you're seeing out here?
2: I uh, I think that there are a lot of talented people. There are a lot of talented young kids, and that it seems to be growing uh, in in crazy ways. Like people are getting inspired to be their, the best versions of themselves. I also think that there's a divide um between i mean there's obviously polarization happening through everything right now um i mean rather i mean in just political views and things like that but the i've seen a polarization in, in art and in music too where there's people who are who care about the the message of a song and then there's people who you know just simply don't care and uh i see a lot of people trying i see a lot of people not trying um but i do think that I think that we could, I think that as, if it's, it depends on the genre we're talking about, but I, I do think that we could get back to, we could come back to storytelling more. I think we can come back to, you know, having something very, like, purposeful to say inside of our music. Um, and, you know, not not everything has to be that. Sometimes it's just, it's just you want to get lit, you know, sometimes you want to set the vibe. Um, but I, I do think we could try like more especially with this generation i would love to inspire this new generation to actually like put everything into all that they can into a track you know and start really having fun with it that way instead of just like it seems like a lot of people are just making music to just to blow up but i'm like okay and then what like like then what happens after that (laughs) (laughs) yeah
1: I think that's a great segue into my next question, though. What What is your ultimate goal in this music industry, then?
2: Yeah, I mean, so and, I, and I'm glad you asked that. Uh, it's music is the thing I love. It's the thing that comes the most natural to me inside of my purpose, which is to inspire people to come to a place of, of uh, intentionality and purpose and to create art that way. But it's not my only not my only goal like i want to expand far past uh far past music man i mean i love entertainment in general uh in general so there's a lot that i want to do inside of that um but in music i think music's the one thing that i won't ever be able to put down so if i could use music to be a platform to reach all the kids all the people who are seeking truth um but are lost or all the people who feel alone um but don't want to be, or if I could just reach the people who, my message, um, the people who want to, want to feel alive, you know, in this time where there's so many reasons to feel like you should give up. If I could reach those people, um, shoot, even a handful, then I will have succeeded in what I'm doing in music, you know? Um, and I want to just continue to do that. Forever in music. There really isn't, you know, Grammy, great. You know, that, that that'll come if I'm doing my job right. Uh, you know, yeah. there's a lot of different things that I want, little goals here and there, little features that I want, and I want to work with some talented artists. I really want to level up and expand my craft working with some of the legends I look up to. Mm-hmm. Um, like Bruno Mars, like John Legends, mm-hmm. like mm-hmm um i mean i love i like some of the modern people too right now like i i like billy eilish like i really do oh, yeah. like a lot oh, of what's yeah. happening in a lot of different genres right now jaden smith i mean is a new pool over here mm-hmm. um you know i'd work with roddy i'd work with a lot of different people you know but and i want to i want to expand my my songwriting and, and work with them too but my primary goal inside of music is to is to get my message across visually and audibly um and just let, yeah, let my message carry and, and let that be here on earth, far past when I'm here. Okay. Your legacy, if you will. Yes, sir. It's important.
1: Very much so. <laughs> my mom very always much so. <laughs> yeah, I agree. Um. So what's coming up then? What, what's, what's on the verge for Markel? What's, what should our listeners be on the lookout for?
2: Yes. Yeah, so people who need people. It's been very well. So we have a music video coming out for it in a couple of weeks. John's going to drop and i mean it's i mean it's going to drop on youtube and we hope to you know keep putting out a slew of music videos for the album uh i'll be doing some performances in philly on um, pop-up shows here at the end of the month um and then i'm gonna be out in austin in september doing some shows down there again they're just pop-up shows they'll be at different events so if you really want to see where i'm going to be you can follow me on instagram that's the place that i'm the most active at it's daniel underscore markel and the markel is m-a-r-q-u-e-l uh and yeah man it, it will be a slew of music videos and uh just to continue telling the story of the album and yeah after that i mean i mean we will see what comes next
1: It is. It is. I want to make sure our (laughs) listeners stay tapped in with you, Markel. Um, Right before we do that, though, before I let you introduce the single, let me ask you another question. Do you have like a give back? You seem like you're very uh, passionate about what you're doing and the people around you. Do you have a give back or anything um, that that is, I guess, positioned with your your career, the music career?
2: When you say give back, what do you what do you mean? Uh,
1: any type of give back, sense of community, nonprofit, or uh, uh, when you you know when you make it, your goal is to come back and create a school of the arts or something in your oh, area. Like absolutely. what type of give back or community uh, piece do you have a part of the music?
2: Absolutely, uh, and specifically related to music.
1: Not necessarily I. You know the, the music could be your train You know yeah, To get you yeah. to Where you're going to be And the resources You're going to be utilizing So not necessarily in music But what type of community piece Again you seem like You're very connected Very passionate And, and, yes, and a sir. people lover uh, um, so, so
2: yeah Thank you for asking that I really didn't know You come with that question.
1: Oh yeah brother I told you I like the, my listeners To get everything From, from the <laughs> end to the out I want them to have An understanding Of who they're trying To listen to Who they're going to be following
2: Yes, sir. I mean, so there are, are several things. I mean, the, this is what the music will hopefully enable me to be able to do. Um, you know, I want to start a uh, it will be a nonprofit, but it will be a house for kids who were victims of child abuse. It's, a, it's something that was very close to my heart um, growing up. Um, I had met a kid like that and he had done some terrible things and he had even gone on to assault me. But the one thing that I had thought in my mind was, wow, like, if he did that to me, what was happening to him at home? And so I would love to, and he's from here. He's from, he was from DMV and, you know, it was sixth grade. So then mm. all that happened. So, you know, I, that's a hard thing for anybody to go to, to experience that. That's what the real world is. So I want to start a house where I can, you know, start dedicating programs, scholarships. They don't have to go to school necessarily, but they can use the money invested in businesses, ideas that they have, and there'll be therapy there as well. And, um, you know spiritual guidance and wellness classes as well to help them resolve what they're going through um i mean because you know that's something that you deal with for the rest of your life i'd love to do that and on top of that uh you know 420 live which is the you know reality tv show that i'm pitching uh has a subsection which is totally dedicated to prison reform um twenty you know there's we try to bring exposure to how there is health inside of cannabis and I mean, I don't even, to be honest, I don't even smoke like that anymore because I'm just so busy. But uh, when I, what I realize is that it could help with mental health, PTSD, a lot of things. And more, more importantly, our black brothers and sisters, our minorities in general, have been locked in prison when it is being legalized across the country. And people are making billions of dollars off of this right now. Banks. And there are still people in jail Banks. of minority who Banks. are in jail for nothing more than a little misdemeanor. And we got 83,000 signatures signed in December to release the prisoners in New Jersey and to start a uh, petition to get them free. And the governor of New Jersey actually went ahead and uh, 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 because of our petition and many others, many other people's works as well, uh, he went ahead and uh, began to start the program to expunge the records of all of those who have been charged with nonviolent marijuana crimes um, and misdemeanors. So. These are things, I mean, I want to continue working in that community, giving back to kids, and I want to, eventually I do want to do something involving uh, the homeless, but I'm, I, that's the whole plan right now. <laughs> that's that's the, the, biggest, the biggest goal for me at the end of the day is to start touching and carving away at that, because right. when I went to L.A., I, that was a huge thing that I saw over there, and I, I just couldn't, I couldn't believe what I saw, um, but it, it does start with like education, at first for me i want to be able to educate people in my community not and kids specifically not just on on books and on uh and you know like uh just regular stuff that they see in school but on things that will liberate them financially um black kids that will liberate them financially teach them how to deal with um different social or has different social boxes and stigmas that are placed on them how to maneuver through this world and these programs I really want to set up for, for people who are victims of trauma and in general, um, I would love to set up programs for, for black kids or people of my uh, in color in general who have suffered with not knowing their place or not knowing what they're supposed to be. I'd love to give them some tools um, in going forward.
1: Man, Marquette, that's why I asked, brother. I like to see, you know, what what is that community piece? I mean, we all, you know, when we're talking to these artists, a lot is talking about what I want, what I want, what I'm going to do, my dreams, my passion, my goals. So yeah. I, I always like to make sure that I reel people back in for the human side of, okay, well, what are you going to do for others? You know, like when yeah. you make it now, what are you going to do for somebody else? You know what I'm saying?
2: Mm-hmm. Yes, bro. Giving is like at the end of the day, that's what we, that's, I I personally feel like that's all that is left for me. I'm at this point where it's like I, I getting it you know you get something and you're like, okay, what's next? And I I saw that so early, so I was like, bro, what's what's something that I could focus on for the rest of my life and never get bored of and continue to learn how to do better? And that's I giving. talked to God and He was like, give. Uh, and I was like, dang, you're right. Like I could. Never get bored of that Learn how to do that forever And still never be perfect at it
1: Right, (laughs) That's it man Talking to my man Markel right now Washington DC on the phone lines You about to hear this new single Go ahead introduce that thing for the people bro
2: Yes sir This is People Who Need People The debut track on my debut album Love, Rage, and Enlightenment Thank you for listening
1: That's right man You're hearing it for the first time right now the bandwagon radio Do me a favor Turn it up Let's go
0: Not the way I should. Even as a child, I was misunderstood, except by my mother. Lord bless her heart is good. Yeah, I was never good. I swear it shows today I'd pick up purple haze Not just on occasion It was everyday Trying to escape the fact that Time has come and gone How much I've wasted Meeting someone's love And now I see I Myself now I see what I need, need. Trust me, baby, I can't understand when I was on my own Dreaming of my thoughts, and I thought that I would die. Never really knew that's my excuse for getting Shout out all my people who need people still alive. We the best. There ain't no equals. When I'm tonight a movie, you gon' want a sequel. I should think we get attached, that's my bad. Uh, I just need to breathe. I just need some space now, baby. It's not you. Even if it's all love, we can see the truth. Is. If we never take this time, then we lose. You know how I get when I lose my mind Only little while till I lose myself Only little while till I need someone else And I can finally see that time has come and gone How much I've wasted needing someone's love And now I see I now I see what
2: I need. When I think about all the time that I spent on that Do she love me? Do she love me not? Bullshit <laughs> I don't really regret them It's just I just think about how much more time I could have been putting into myself and Into God, you know Just putting my energy into learning, into growing, into giving to the people who actually showed me love. Yeah, I'm much happier now.